Hey everyone, welcome back to the Timesmith podcast. I'm really excited to get this going again. And uh, I've actually thought just deep and hard about it. What is best for my audience, uh, which has grown to be more about coaching and um, with people that just want somebody to come and be a resource for them in person and kind of customize the life that they want to uh, help their business to serve that instead of their life serve their business. And so I've been thinking, I don't necessarily need these articles. I don't necessarily need a podcast. Maybe one day uh, when my fees are a little too much or I have too big of a coaching clientele, God willing. But I've thought, you know what, I think people are listening to this. Um, I get about 10 downloads an episode. Um potentially more when you count emails and YouTube, though I don't know if I'm going to keep doing YouTube. And so maybe 10 people are listening to this and are being helped by it and it could grow. Um, And I also still believe that the uh, content I'm putting out there is good. And I believe that the guide, the free guide that I offer is a great guide. And so I think that this is going to be helpful And when I think about my business, I don't want it to be kind of just uh, in my own little bubble, in my own little world of my network and connections. I want it to uh, be free and out there and um, available for anyone, basically. So that's kind of my vision for the business and why I decided to do uh, podcasts again. I do think I'm going to start with bi-weekly, so every other week, just to not uh, stress myself out too much. And maybe we'll get to every week when I get some systems in place here. The other thing I really like to do is write articles and it kind of helps me get my thoughts out. And I thought maybe I could stop stop at articles, but I've just always been helped so much by podcasts. I listen to them when I'm driving or um, mowing the lawn, stuff like that. And it's always made me better and grown me. So I guess I just want to do that same thing for whatever reason for you guys. So I... Welcome back, uh, both me and you. I'm really excited. I do want to tell you about the free guide I have. Uh, It's the Power Routine Guide. And this is just a two-page document that literally gives you everything you need about productivity and time management. Uh, It's not going to give you goal setting. It's not going to help you understand the direction you want to take your life, those sorts of things. But for the day-to-day, it's so incredibly helpful. I had a developer at a prestigious um, big tech tech firm and um, tech company. And he was telling me that, because uh, I hadn't heard of him from him since he downloaded the guide, but he has been a developer for 10 years and just uh, now feels like he actually has control over his day and feels like he knows what he's doing when he moved to his new company. Uh, it's just a lot is expected of the developers there. Um, You really have to work hard. And so this was kind of just perfect timing for him to have a framework that he's using to get his work done. In fact, he told me that his desk is always clear. He's a pretty organized guy, but he printed out the guide and always has it sitting right on his desk. 
it's going to give you the kind of a daily routine framework that you can put all of your different sorts of tasks in. Um, it's got the processing communication and emails and things. It's going to help you just do that quickly and show you just the three lists you need and describe them a little bit more. Um, so it's really valuable. You can find it at timesmith.work forward slash guide, G-U-I-D-E. All right, so let's get to the podcast. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I am often struggling when it comes to decision-making, and I didn't really even know it. I just thought this is, decisions are hard and that sort of thing, and I can't ever make the right one, or it takes a lot to make it. And I wouldn't have even voiced that to you. I wouldn't have known that about myself until I've recently gotten so much better at decision-making. and. It's given me so much more confidence as a man. So let me just describe here, um, kind of go into the conversation that I uh, had with a friend that helped me understand this. And um, the conversation and then my takeaways, kind of what it means for us in terms of the real reason that we can't make decisions well or um, quickly or something like that, the real reason we can't make decisions. And then I'll tell you uh, three steps of three um, keys to unlock kind of what it looks like to make decisions going forward from our understanding. All right, so I will admit that the story I'm about to tell you is a little fictitious, but it it's a real conversation I had with a friend, but names and uh, situations may have changed just a little bit. So I was talking with my friend Zach, and he had decided, he was deciding, he had decided to end his engagement. But that was really tough because uh, normally when you end an engagement, it's because something's going wrong and you're realizing that it's not the right thing. Um, and that could be said here, but it, it wasn't about the girl. She was wonderful and would be an amazing wife for him. Uh, he loved her a lot, but he, he knew that she wouldn't be happy if they got married. And why was that? It was because uh, he, ever since he was little, had dreams of uh, going to the big city and making a big life for himself. And as I talked to him about this, because I really liked his fiance, and um, I talked to him about this, I was trying to make sure he wasn't doing it out of some sort of selfish ambition or some fear-based thing like the approval of people or something like that. And um, he, he really wasn't. It was something deep down inside of him, um, something that he knew after lots of prayer, lots of wrestling with it, it was just something that he was called to and he knew he had to do. The problem was he also knew that Anne would never be happy doing that because she, um, she had such a great family and loved being around them. And to move away, she, he knew that she would be supportive and go with him, but eventually not be happy anymore. Now, this isn't a blog on or this isn't a podcast on relationship advice, so don't uh, take this and run with it necessarily. 
but uh, he did break it off with Anne. And the worst part is he didn't tell her why, because he knew that she might still want to go and um, that that would be even harder for her to uh, believe that she could do it and then still hit, get broken off. So they decided just to, he decided just to break it off and not really give her much of a reason. So this is when I was, uh, this is kind of where I had the epiphany. So we were fast forward a year and we were getting coffee, catching up on life. And of course, Ann came up. I wanted to check in, make sure he was doing okay. And what he said stuck with me. Like, you know how you, you could have a, you could have a meeting, you could have coffee or lunch with somebody for an hour or even longer, but you know, you walk away that evening, you're thinking about one in particular thing. And then for the next few days, you might even just be thinking of one even half sentence that they said. That was the case here. He said, Rob, he said, I think about her a lot and I still miss her a lot. Um, but I'm glad I made the decision. I did. It was the right decision. So I could not comprehend what he meant. In a moment, my, my perspective on life and shift understanding had to change because uh, basically he told me two things that couldn't go together in my previous thinking. He said, basically he said he was sad and had pain still a year later often. And, but he also said that it was the right decision. Now those two things really can't go together in my brain. Um, like to have a good decision basically is clear if it's a good decision based on how you feel and how life is afterwards, like that you feel happy and good and everything is smooth sailing. Um, so it either had to be that he was just kind of crazy or, um, that I had to expand my understanding of what a, a good decision meant. And he's a really solid dude. I really respect him, admire him a lot. And so for him to say this, I just knew it was the truth and I knew that he was right. And I knew he had given this so much thought and prayer um, that I just believed him. So what I came to realize is that uh, a decision Sometimes a decision, and a lot of times a decision, is not only hard to make, it's hard to live. So, kind of condensed down even more, here's the conclusion I came to. A decision means loss. I'll say it again. A decision means loss. You can have the right decision and it be hard, even after you've made the decision. Think about it this way. I think a lot of us are familiar with the saying a bird in the hand is worth two, two in the bush. I used to think, oh man, there's three birds in this situation. How do I catch all three? How do I keep all three? But that's really not how life works. I realized that a decision means loss because you're deciding between two good things. I mean, if you were deciding a lot of us don't really decide, um, let's see, if you were handed, you know, free tickets to your favorite event or game, um, it wouldn't really be a decision. Let's just say all the other things are 
are out. There's nothing to really think through too much. You, there's not a decision you're going. Or, uh, you know, if you love chocolate cake and after a good meal, a chocolate cake is put in front of you, there's no decision. Uh, you just are excited. Of course, we could be thinking there's a decision of like weight gain or whatever. Let's just say that you're pretty fit and don't mind eating chocolate cake after a good meal or whatever with family. Who knows? Maybe it's birthday. There's not a decision because you don't have to decide between two things. But when you're deciding between something, that means that you have to give up one of the things or multiple. That means that you're losing that thing. That's hard. Even something as simple as uh, which shirt to wear today. You're wear today. You're saying no to the ten shirts that you like, and yes to one. When you go into the office, uh, you can you can take the scenic route. You can take the normal route. At least that's how it works for me. But you have to say one, yes to one. You have to get there earlier, or you have to uh, get there seeing some beauty along the way and you're giving up being there early and getting all ready and getting started on time if you go the pretty route but if you go right there you're also but if you go directly there uh you're going to get there sooner but you're giving up the pretty route you're not going to see it that day so i'll repeat it again a decision means loss you're choosing between things my friend zach Life had had handed him such a difficult choice, and I'm glad I didn't have to choose something like that. We all have hard choices, though, in our life. Um, but he had to pursue his calling or his fiance. But I know I hear you saying, because that's what I'd be thinking, he could have kept her, maybe gotten married, maybe he had some kids, and then once they were a little bit older... Uh, or maybe once they were out of the house even. He could have moved to the city and had the impact that he'd wanted to have. Or, uh, you know, with the remote world we live in, you know, maybe he didn't, maybe this was before COVID, maybe he didn't realize that there would be such a remote world and he could have an impact online or something like that instead of going to the city. I know, I know, I know, because that's all the stuff I would be trying to think of. There's a thousand possibilities and I, I think a lot of us are trying to catch all three birds. But the reality is my friend had to choose. And so do you each and every day. Choice means loss. So how does this understanding affect just my own life? I think if you realize this, to, uh, that you have to make decisions that mean that you're losing out on something, it can help you as well. Uh, but these are some ways that it's helped me since. I've learned to trust myself and go with my gut. So if I, if I have uh, like my heart, or my gut, or my conscience, or something is just leading me in a certain way, this is what I want to do, I can do it because I know even if I haven't thought perfectly through every option, and of course it's good to think you know, through some things, uh, depending on the size of the decision, but I just go with that, and I know that if if it's not the right decision or something comes along the way, I'm going to be strong, and I'm going to make it work. 
And uh, so I've learned just to trust myself, go with my gut. This has also made me quicker at making decisions, um, which goes with another point. My wife and my meeting times are record. So uh, the other day she said, is that the fastest meeting we've ever had? It, like a world record, it was like five minutes and we had like 10 things to talk through. A lot of them were just decisions on when to do dinner or when to go to a place. And normally we would, I would think through every possible scenario of, well, I might be tired on this night or I might, we might be doing that thing on that night, but we don't know any of that. And so I just made a decision. We just made it decisions. It was quicker because we just said, yeah, let's do it. And you know what, if, and kind of by saying, you know, let's just do it. We're also saying to ourselves, even if we're tired, we're just going to make it work. So when it's harder, we know that we're giving up potential rest that night, but it's also that we're gaining something better, which is time with our friends or whatever it is, our family. So this has made me stronger too, because I realize I might have to live with missed opportunity and carrying the weight of missed opportunity has made me stronger because, um, because I'm conscious of it. And I know that I'm carrying that weight of missed opportunity. I can try to let it go, but I know that it might be that I've missed out on something. It might be that I've made the wrong decision, but I'm consciously aware that that's okay. And when I'm consciously aware that that's okay, it's kind of like I'm lifting a, a brick and carrying it with me. And it's just made me stronger so that when bigger decisions come up, obviously think through it, pray through it, talk through it, uh, read through it the three ways to know God's will in your life real quick aside is uh, praying, seeing it in the Bible, and then talking with others you respect and know your life. The three way, the three things to go through, think through a decision um, or to follow God's will. But um, yeah, I'm stronger because I know that I'm carrying that and it's a conscious decision um, I'm freer and I live more adventurously, which thanks to a coach recently, I've realized freedom and adventure are two of my top five values. So I'm freer. I sounds cheesy. I follow my heart all day, every day. I obviously plan. I put systems in. I'm accountable. I'm responsible for people, for my family. I'm accountable to uh, put food on the table. I'm accountable for a lot of stuff, but I'm able to just follow my art. Not that I don't have any boundaries. Um, it's just the easiest way to describe that. I can just go with that and not double take and think three times and look back just to make sure I'm doing the perfectly right thing. This might be just the podcast you perfectionists need, uh, myself included. I've also learned that life is hard. I think I had an unrealistically optimistic view of life. I'm still optimistic, don't get me wrong, but life can be hard and it is hard at times. That's to be expected. I feel more like a man. So let me say it from here. I, I feel stronger. I feel more courageous, quicker, more confident. I think that being a man is 
kind of about just carrying the burdens of others around you. It's about choosing the difficult way to lighten their load. And it's about investing in now for the future gain that you will have from something. It's about the patience. It's about the work. It's about the diligence. And it's about the strength to protect and to carry burden. So when I make decisions now, I'm not constantly overthinking what to decide as if I'm scared. I just confidently make a decision. I stick to it. Come hell or high water. And I know that if the decision isn't perfect or even a good one, maybe it's downright horrible. I'm going to do what it takes to make it easier and make it the best we can uh, for my wife, for my kids, for my friends. And with this, uh, you know, where it used to be, you know, my kids were watching and I would be making a decision and thinking through every possible option. I almost felt like I was scared not to make the right decision. And that did not make me feel like a man. But now I'm able to take into consideration the right things to consider. And then I make a decision and we stick to it. And it's, it's just makes me feel like my watching kids to my watching kids, like I'm more of a man. Another cool thing for, um, for me as a Christian is I'm closer to Jesus. Before, when I heard his voice and his leading, or maybe the Holy Spirit's leading, uh, I would just double check it. I would, I mean, and I still obviously am not going to do, I mean, it's within reason, obviously, because, um, you know, it's possible the voice that I'm hearing is my own thoughts. But a lot of times it's him and it plays out really clearly to be him. Um, and I'm really thankful for his faithfulness throughout the day, every day. But before, I think I was just scared that something was going to go wrong or I was scared that I was just listening to myself and it wasn't God. And I was, but now I just, I'm able to lay my life before him and just my day before him and follow his leading because I'm free. I'm like following my heart and my uh, will, which he um, usually gives me the heart and will to follow him and, and go where he's leading and helps me understand even myself better in the process. Uh, maybe that's another podcast, but I'm not scared of something going wrong. I'm not double thinking and quadruple checking. Um, and when we get into how this plays in day and day out, the three key points, the second point I'm gonna talk about an example of this, where it's just sometimes, sometimes when there's like a decision before you, it's almost like you have to uh, think about all the consequences and think about the other options just because they present themselves. And so you get locked into this spot where you're just thinking and thinking and thinking about what could potentially happen from this and that thing. And instead, just follow God's voice. And last but not least, perfectionism is losing its grip on me, which is really fun, but it takes strength. So back to Zach and Anne, I know that, you know, we're all hoping that Providence works it out for them. Maybe the big city job actually sends him right back to his hometown or maybe, and to be with, you know, right where Anne is again, or maybe Anne and her family happen to move out to that big city uh, that Zach's at for an opportunity for dad or mom or close to being closer to aging parents or something. Maybe they somehow come together. 
but that's not the reality right now, and it might never be the reality. So how does this play out in day-to-day life? So here's the three points um, for you to take away. When there's no obvious choice, whatever, quotes, is fine. So when my ass- wife asked me about the best day to go to someone's house, I just let her decide because there's not an obvious choice. Will I be tired on Friday? Will I want to chill on Thursday? Uh, is Saturday our Sabbath day? Is Sunday? I still don't have that down. I'm not sure. I'm not sure which day is best. It's not a giant decision. Uh, worst case scenario, it's just a little bit. It takes the rest of the energy from the day or something. I don't know. Um, even though when we're with friends or someone's place, we usually leave with a lot of excitement and energy or whatever. Um, but for those sorts of decisions, whatever is fine may end up uh, being tired Friday and still having an event, and that's okay, that's life. I'll be strong and I'll make it. I think you can too. Number two, when additional options barrage us in a decision, we can learn to just let our heart lead. So this is the the point I was uh, alluding to earlier. Uh, Just yesterday morning, I was kind of, I was going down to the trail near my house, beautiful trail, we've got it multiple creeks going. At times there's like creeks on both sides of you, beautiful bridges, trees, um, and it's just the sun is rising. A lot of times when I'm going there, it's just really beautiful and amazing. And I already had it planned out the direction I was going to go this morning, but when I got there, I thought to myself, well, why not the other direction? Um, And then I thought through it, and I'm like, well, that direction I get to see a farm, and this direction I get to see the beautiful red bridge and kind of be in the woods a little bit more, but that way I get to see, it was just this like barrage of like, what's the very best route to take this morning? And honestly, it took, it took uh, a little bit of my limited energy and my limited creativity for the day. And honestly, it even gave me like a little bit of a dose of anxiety and stress just thinking about it. And if you chronic uh, indecision makers, like myself, you can probably relate to that. What did I do instead? I just let my heart lead. And it sounds um, weird, but that wanter in you, uh, I understand this from the Bible where it says, God works in you to will and to work for his good pleasure. So as Christians, we uh, believe that God puts our wanter and our will in us, and we can we can trust that. A lot of us don't trust it like we should, obviously, it's tainted with sin at times and there's things you need to think through, whatever. But for the most part, we're free and we're able to follow our will and our wanter, obviously, again, um, not at the expense of others and think through that and talk to friends. Don't just make a decision after hearing that. However, um, talk to good friends, <laughs> the ones that'll tell you the truth, even if it's hard to hear. But um, I just thought, all along this morning, I've wanted to do take the woods route, and I was even walking that way when this thought came that I maybe should think about going the other way. And I'm just going to go where I want to go. And so I went the woods way. It turned out to be like this picturesque, beautiful uh, sunrise over, the, over a field kind of morning that I just stopped and looked at for a good few minutes. 
and uh, had to head home anyway. So it, it ended up being great, but maybe it would have been horrible. Who knows? But I'd made the decision just based on my heart, and I didn't let a barrage of other options. Uh, I wish I would have thought of it sooner, but I didn't let a barrage of other options kind of hinder me and keep me from making a choice at all. If it was the wrong choice and I end up regretting it, so be it. Again, it's making me stronger and I know that I can do it if that's the case. I'll make it through. So that's number two. When additional options barrage us, you can let your heart or your will or wanter or gut lead you. When it does, so number three, when a decision hurts later on, it doesn't mean it was the wrong decision. This is kind of the thing that kind of led me into all of this. When he said that it was something he still missed her and thought about her regularly, um, but he had made the right decision. And this makes you stronger in trying times down the road. Um, for myself recently, quitting a job, there have definitely been moments of wondering if I was crazy, but I know that it was the right decision for a ton of reasons, including God's faithfulness each day. And I remember why I did it. And even when it gets hard, I'm not discouraged because I've made the decision and I know that to the best of my abilities, I'm doing what I, I know I should do. Um, and so it's still hard and there's times where it's really hard and, uh, or days, thankfully God's, you know, been faithful to make it, let, let it not last more than a day or so for it to be pretty discouraging. But, um, he always brings me back and is testing and trying and growing me. But I can look back and say, you know, this decision wasn't easy. It doesn't not hurt, but um, that doesn't mean it was a wrong decision. Okay, so what's the real reason you're having trouble making decisions yourself, listener, friend? Maybe you're like me and haven't realized that the choice means loss. And you might, you might need to just need to hear this, but you can't have it all. You, when you're choosing, you, you're choosing something over another thing. And so it's okay to, to make a choice. It's okay to keep the one in the hand and let the two in the bush fly away. It's okay. You've got this. Okay. So again, here's the things when, just to reiterate choice, it means loss. It means that you're choosing away from something. If you choose Wendy's, you're not choosing McDonald's. You don't get both or Chick-fil-A. Um, <laughs> don't know why I threw Chick-fil-A in there. Those are usually our three family choices, McDonald's, Wendy's or Chick-fil-A, and you can only get one, but sometimes they go to multiple and mix and match. But let's just imagine you only go to one. You're saying no to uh, McDonald's if you're saying yes to Wendy's and vice versa. You're saying no to the uh, Big Mac and the Big Mac sauce <laughs> when you go to Wendy's, but you're also saying, uh, you're saying goodbye to a little bit more quality meat potentially who knows if wendy's is actually quality uh when you say yes to mcdonald's and the big mac you can't have it both you've you know and it plays out into bigger and bigger decisions that you're going to be saying no to something 
you're going to be, you're going to have loss. Um, but this helps because you can grow in strength. You can say whatever is fine when there's not an obvious choice. You can just let your heart lead and uh, when there's a barrage of decisions coming at you and you're trying to pro and con out the whole list in your brain, just let your heart lead. It doesn't matter, um, especially for the small day-to-day decisions we make all the time. And when a decision hurts later on, it doesn't necessarily mean that it was a wrong decision. Imagine that you hadn't made the decision you had. You'd probably be feeling even more pain. So this all comes together to make you stronger and stronger over time and better at decision-making, more uh, confident and able to um, just be strong for those around you. And um, yeah, so I think that you can do it. You can gain confidence. You can be you. You can follow God more closely even. You can... um, do all of these things when you just realize that when you're making a decision, it's okay that it's hard. It's okay that it's going to be loss. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. I hope that that's helpful and uh, as helpful as it's been for me. And I do want to reiterate, if you just want that free guide, um, please go download it. It's uh, at timesmith.work forward slash guide. And again, that's just two pages basically helping you go from chaos in your day to clarity, peace of mind, and knowing exactly um, what you have for the day. The first page is just a picture of an airplane wing above the clouds. And I was flying one time and just had the, it's just an analogy or metaphor, like you're in the clouds of a plane and it's just like you can't even barely see the wing. And then as soon as you go above the clouds, it's just this like poof, you come out of the clouds and you can see like almost the curvature of the earth you can see so far. And uh, that's what I feel like it's like when you have this uh, routine, when you have these uh, systems for your day and process in, um, yeah, when you have them locked in. And um, the other thing with it is it's, I've really boiled it down to like what I believe it it can take discipline for sure, but it, it's really boiled down to what anyone every day can do. And I'm, I'm the example of that because of trying to follow some of the more complex or even regularly adopted models out there, I realized that I was continually running into certain walls. And so this guide uh, just boils it down even more to what we truly only need in this digital age Um, it's kind of updated for, you know, having lists and things right at your fingertips and understanding that speaking of barrages, that, um, communications and chats and emails barrages constantly. And we're trying to make decisions all the time, all day, every day. And, uh, when we can kind of separate those out, it's going to make life so much easier for you. So just download that guide. It's free and you can check out exactly what Uh, I recommend for your day so that you can gain a lot of clarity, get above the clouds and feel in control of your day again. Again, that's at Robert, or I'm looking at my email address here. That's at timesmith.work forward slash guide. And I will see you guys here soon. Hopefully uh, it should be again in two weeks. Thanks.